Hello, and welcome to the Grappling Gardens podcast. I'm your host, John Getz, and today we're going to be talking about, we're on episode number 10, and today's kind of a fun day because we get the ability to actually start talking about some of our summer activities and events that are going to happen, so um, really kind of a crazy time of year. I know we're still, again, we're still in January, so we have some... uh, quite a bit of time until summer, but we did want to, I did want to release some of these fun events happening. We'll keep touching base on them, but just kind of going in, in depth on a couple of these items before we really get in the works of, of our farm this year. Cause again, in a couple of weeks, we'll probably be into maple syrup season. I know it seems some people might say it's a bit early. Some people might say it's, um, late. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I mean, the weather has been absolutely crazy. I, it just is really unique where it's, um, you know, we went from being so cold to now we're in, um, I see some forties on the horizon, which is absolutely insane. So I, I don't know. Um, again, that's the end of the forecast. So we will find out soon enough on what that will become. But as of right now, um, not tapping trees yet. Stay tuned on that. But to kind of fill in a little bit of the gap here, um, you know, we'll have, again, we'll touch base on these later on, but I did want to go in depth on, on what our farm events are going to be this summer. We are offering um, some major discounted pricing on if you have a large group or anything like that, that you do want to attend any of these farm events with, please email me at grapplinggardens.com, gmail, or grapplinggardens at gmail.com. Um, or go on our website, grapplinggardens.com. Either way, you can get a hold of us. But if you do have like 10 or more in a group that you do want to do one of these events, please let us know. We do offer discounts for those. Um, we do have a lot of these events already listed online for tickets. Um, again, we're in January, so these aren't until June, July, and August. But some people are already like thinking about some of the fun summer activities. And if you're, if you're kind of tired of the snow or the freeze-thaw and whatnot, it's kind of an I would say that one of the less fun times of the year where it's just kind of gross out. Um, it's, it's, it's something fun to look forward to for summer. And on top of that, we do, um, yeah, I mean, if you're tapping trees, maybe you're busy otherwise, <laughs> um, yeah, have some fun and, uh, and check out what we have in store. So on to kind of our events. So we have three summer events this year. Um, our first one is grappling gardens farm day. We had a great farm day last year. Um, again, this is the beginning of June. Last year we had it the first, uh, well, we had it the first weekend of June. We're having it again the first weekend of June this year. We are going to have it on Sunday, June 2nd. So we're going to have it on Sunday. Um, people seem to like that Sunday idea, and people seem to come to the pumpkin farm a lot on Sundays because it seems to be a little bit more leisurely of a day. Saturdays have a lot of activities and people seem to be busy. So Sundays seem to get a very good crowd. So we're going to have Grappling Gardens Farm Day, June 2nd. At Grappling Gardens Farm Day, it gives you an opportunity to learn about our farm. And last year, it, it was fantastic. We had a lot of kids out. We had a lot of people who wanted to learn about different aspects of the farm. And we basically have presentations and booths on every single area of our business, whether that is part of, um, they want to learn about the maple syrup or the honey. We will have a honey and maple syrup booth. And both of the, that is going to actually be a combo booth about 
honeybees and have a um, empty hive that people can actually kind of look at and potentially um, potentially get the opportunity to talk with our beekeeper and even walk over to where our hives are active. Our beekeeper will be there, but I'm saying potentially walk over to where our hives are active depending um, if you're interested in that. Otherwise, again, we'll have the booth. We'll have an empty bee hive there that people can look at it. They can see um, some of the cool parts about beekeeping. They'll be able to talk to our beekeeper, which is my dad. We have 11 total hives, two at the farm and nine at their house. So we have 11 total hives, which is really cool. And then that same booth will kind of be a side-by-side with our maple syrup production. So we'll have kind of um, how we, some of the different items that we use for producing maple syrup even um, some of the ways that we like hold so much um, sap at a time because there is so much sap that gets collected you know some days we have over 100 gallons that we collect which is a lot of sap but it's not like boom it instantaneously is gone and we're able to boil it it we have to store it for a little bit and um, while we're reducing all of that water so it's 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 pretty crazy um, we'll have some uh, items to show people on how we actually, how we're able to do so much maple syrup. And then um, you'll also have, um, my dad will probably go side by side with the bees and that because my dad and I are very big into the maple syrup production. So he's gonna probably be the head honcho for that. We have a maple syrup tasting station. So in addition to that um, side by side, honey bee, maple syrup production, booth we're going to have a different booth that's actually maple syrup tasting and people really enjoyed that last year there were four options of maple syrup to taste we have two i would say categories of maple syrup we have sugar maple and silver maple they are different types of maple trees they are both maple syrup but we keep each species of maple tree separate so we keep we do 100 percent sugar and 100 percent silver maple syrup they both have the same percentage of sugar, the same, everything's the same except for the tree that's, that it's tapped from. It's basically a sugar maple and a silver maple. And that's the only difference. And it's cool because there's four types basically that we're able to let you try. We have an early season silver maple and an early season sugar maple that you can try, which is kind of like a light sweet. And then we have a late season silver maple maple and a late season sugar maple which is a little bit darker a little bit more uh, deep flavor but it really it's cool because you get the opportunity to try um these different types of maple syrup but you also can tell the difference between the silver and the sugar so it's really cool that like you can see the difference in your types of maple trees and then also in early to late season how much the sugar and flavor can change in that maple syrup it's literally the same product product we do it the exact same way all the entire year it's just it ends up being different throughout the entire year it's really cool so you get that chance to actually taste it there we also have a monarch butterfly information station which was awesome last year people seem to really enjoy it we have a ton of milkweed at the farm we don't we don't spray so we have a ton of milkweed that grows at the farm and monarchs gravitate towards that and that's what the caterpillars eat that's what the eggs are laid on that's what they need they need they need milkweed but they need like i think i'm not the expert but my wife is i believe it's a certain type of milkweed there's a couple types of milkweed they need a certain type of milkweed and that's the type of milkweed that they specifically do all their um they have basically their entire life dedicated towards 
And it's really cool. So she will go through and teach you how to find monarch eggs, find monarch caterpillars, and then also like get them to go all the way to becoming a butterfly. And she'll have an aquarium that'll she'll already have some collected at that time. But she'll also go, we can she'll have people go through the milkweed and actually look through for eggs and, and teach people how to how to actively look through it with in, with actual milkweed, which is cool. And it's cool. It is also really interesting to think about is that um, they're actually more likely to survive being in a, an aquarium in your, in your house than they, than they are in nature because of how many predators they have. So really, it is good that you capture them. It is good that you, uh, you know, raise them. And then once they're butterflies, then you release them. Right as they are ready to, right as they hatch from their cocoon, you release them. But that's something where it's just... Um, a really fun activity for kids, for parents, for anybody who's really interested in um, kind of bugs and insects. That's that's super fun. Um, then we also have um, our pumpkin planting. So last year we had quite a few kids come out and help us plant basically what became the pick your own pumpkin patch. So we had this area that was going to become the pick your own pumpkin patch and we had kids come out and plant it during this day and plant a portion of it with us. This is the same thing that we're gonna do this year. We're gonna have, basically while this event is going on, we're gonna have a wagon ride down to the, what will become the pick your own pumpkin patch. We'll have it all prepped. We'll have our pumpkin planter teach you how to plant pumpkins, teach you you know all the ins and outs. We'll have everybody plant a couple seeds and then cover them up, fertilize them and, and good to go and then we'll bring you back into the event but then you get the chance where you come back in September or October and you get to see that hard work that you put in and then you get to like go check out the pumpkin field that that you helped plant which is super cool so like kids get that opportunity where then oh my gosh this is the pick your own pumpkin patch that I helped plant a couple seeds in now I'm letting you know ahead of time unfortunately we won't be able to like specifically say this pumpkin is dedicated to this kid but what is really cool is that they get the ability to be a part of that entire field because sometimes um those plants don't make it and sometimes um we just have it's really hard to specifically dedicate each you know seed to a certain kid so so just for parents knowledge it's not that they get that specific seed during when they come back and they're still going to have to like do the whole wagon ride and the pick your own stuff. But that being said, they get the opportunity to actually hear about how pumpkins are like start out. They get a chance to look at the seed, actually be able to plant it in the ground, see it going in the ground and then see all the steps that it takes, get it covered. And then they get a chance to watch it throughout the year. We take pictures, we take videos, we talk about that pick your own field throughout the year. They get a chance to kind of all throughout the year, hear about the farm and continue to like follow along and have something cool that they were a part of with the farm. So it's just, it's something really, really fun. I think people really enjoy it. Additionally, additionally, again, we're going to have that wagon ride with it because last year we did not have a wagon ride. This year we'll have a wagon ride with it. As we do our wagon ride, you'll be able to go past our garlic patch we won't really have a ton of, we'll talk about it a little bit. We have a full day dedicated to that. So we'll talk about it a little bit and just kind of explain. We are likely going to have a garlic presentation at some point in the day. 
but we're going to have a full day dedicated to garlic later in, later on in the year. So that's again, not as much of a highlight. We will again brush over it, but you won't get as much of details as you might like. You'll have to come back later to get those details. We will have walking trails, a wooded walking trail and a prairie walking trail. And we will have some yard games and more. Um, we're really going to have a fun event here. There's a lot to do, a lot of family um, options. And I think it's a great thing if you, if you have kids and you want them to learn about farming or just learn about different outdoor activities, it's something fun. Cause like you can, you could potentially learn how to do maple syrup where you could do it at your house or have a beehive at your house or have a small garden and learn how this is how you plant pumpkins or you learn about the, you know, about how garlic grows or, you know, just there's tons of, or monarch butterflies, you know, all those fun things. You, you collect the eggs, you, you keep them in an aquarium and you have a ton of fun with it. So really a cool activity. I would, I would really recommend coming out to it. But on to our, again, that's June 2nd that we're having that. On to our second farm day or farm activity this summer. It's going to be Grappling Gardens Corn and Cornhole Day. That is on June 28th. Again, Sunday, June, sorry, Sunday, July 28th. Scratch that first part. July 28th. It's the last Sunday in July. So it's going to be nice and hot out. It's sweet corn time. It's really kind of, I would say, the iconic grill time of the summer where people are wanting to be out. They're wanting to have a beverage. They're wanting to play some games such as bags or cornhole, and they're going to want some sweet corn. So July 28th, we're going to have a bags tournament at the, at the farm. It's called Corn and Cornhole Day. There's sweet corn. There's a bags tournament. What else can you have to offer? Or what, what else? What more do you need? Um, last year, we had... Um, Venture Brewing Company as a beer um, rep that came out there for um, our adults to have some beers, which was fantastic. People loved that. They liked the ability that they could have a beer and also play some bags. We're hoping to have them back. Not for sure if they're going to be back yet, but we're hoping to have them back. Again, we're going to have that bags tournament. We'll also have some side bags games where if people don't want to enter the tournament, they'll still be able to like play some side some games on the side or even just have some other fun games in the area. We will still have those wagon rides. So those people who planted pumpkins in the for the pick your own patch earlier in the year, they're gonna get a chance to ride past their pick your own patch pumpkins. We'll also be able to kind of see all the different makeups of what's going on at the farm. We'll, we will still have that prairie walking trail. We'll still have the woods walking trail. Um, we're also going to still have that Monarch Butterfly Information Booth. So you will still get the chance to hear or see like the Monarch Butterflies and the aquarium. And maybe we'll have some big caterpillars at that time. Depend it just depends on how when they grow or when we find the eggs and how much they've grown and, and whatnot. But you also can check in. And if you have any questions on those, you will have the ability to talk to somebody who might have some of the answers like, oh, we can't, we've been having trouble finding them or whatnot. And then you can directly ask those questions to somebody who has done it for a lot, a lot of years. So that's something super fun where you can check in on, on kind of what you've been doing all summer and continue to like work, collect those caterpillars, those eggs and keep doing butterflies. We will also have a ton of sweet corn. So we'll have some sweet corn that you can eat there. We'll have, we'll potentially have some sweet corn that you can take home with you. Um, you know, we're, we're going to actually have our produce stand as well. So we'll have produce available 
and at that time we'll pretty much have everything we should have our maple syrup honey hopefully um we'll have pickled scapes we'll have garlic um the only thing we really won't have is our pumpkins yet obviously but we'll have some produce available available for people to um get to taste some of the stuff that we have get to buy some of the stuff that we have and see a little bit more of what we actually are as a farm so something really cool um it's it seems to be a very fun i would say it's a, a relaxing type day where you get to enjoy yourself it's uh there are still those same people that'll be there um so you'll have a honeybee um, or you'll have a beekeeper there that's going to talk about honey. You'll have, um, I'm thinking we're also going to have a rock um, exhibit or a rock um, kind of area where kids can learn about like different rocks at the farm. And yeah, I, I some people might be super interested in that. Some people might think that that's kind of a, oh, well, that doesn't seem that fun. It's like kids learn about that all the time in school and they don't really get an ability to see it in in person a lot of times where we've been doing we've been tilling up the farm for hundreds of years you know it's we have um we have plats from like 18 i think 74 was the earliest plat that we have where the gets has owned this own part of this farm and they've used it as a farm for that entire extent and we're still getting rocks and and big rocks at times all the time, which is just absolutely crazy to think that like we've been working the field and I'm sure that it was worked before we even got there and and we're still getting all these big rocks that are coming through. So it's not just the soft soil that everybody expects that, oh, all this ground is just soft soil. There's some big rocks. There's some cool rocks. Um, there's a lot of different types of rocks that are in there. So it's just really kind of a unique thing where, um, you know, if your kids are so inclined and they want to take a rock home with them. By all means, they can take a rock home with them. But again, that's corn and cornhole day, bags tournament, something fun for to, to kind of break up the summer, break up some of the heat, and enjoy the nice weather at the farm July 28th, so last Sunday in July. And then we also will have one more event later on in the year. So this is kind of more so along the lines of our farm day, but not quite. It is Grappling Gardens Garlic Fest. So this is the first time we've done this event. The other two we did last year and were they were hits. People really enjoyed it. Um, I'll go back to on that corn and cornhole day. The top three teams for the bags tournament get prizes. We have a bracket that then they the winner gets to keep. So really some fun stuff where we like to have it make it um, fun and a competition, but friendly competition. But then uh, on this Grappling Gardens Garlic Fest, which is the last event of the summer, we have that August 18th, which is the middle of August towards the end on a Sunday. So hopefully it beats everybody's school um, when everybody's returning to school. And then they get that last hurrah in summer and get to enjoy hopefully another nice weather day. But it's supposed to be, I'm sure it'll be hot. Um, it's August. So of course it'll be hot. Um, but it's our first annual one of these. So this is the first time we've been doing this and our direction and goal for this is to kind of highlight how the farm started so grappling gardens itself started with just garlic and then it then it quickly became garlic and honey and it kind of built on from there but we were a very small garlic operation and it, like we started very small and it's been really cool like how much we've learned about it and it's just kind of been a really fun ride and a lot of people don't know a lot about garlic 
So we wanted to make a garlic fest about it. And we're going to have some tasting or sampling of our different types of garlic so people can enjoy that um, if they so choose. We'll also have, while people are doing like their sampling, it's almost like how you would sample beer or wine and people are like talking to you while you're sampling it. You're going to have like a depiction of what what like where garlic or originated from like the different origins of some of the garlics and then on, on top of that you're also going to hear about like how it grows and just like different facts about garlic so it'll be kind of an interactive thing where you while you're trying them because they're obviously very intense so you don't want to just go back to back to back to back you want to like you know test it kind of think about it talk a little bit and 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 do all that fun stuff we're going to have a lot of a person there that has a lot of knowledge on garlic to kind of uh discuss with you about a lot of different fun facts about garlic just keep it interesting um another thing that we're going to have is we pickle the garlic scapes so it's a very unique thing to us so we pickle the top part of the garlic plant and people seem to love it fantastic for bloody marys we also um recently semi-recently um, my wife and i had had gone to visit my brother-in-law in south dakota and they have this thing called a pickle beer and it's when you put a pickle in a light beer. I, I think it's light beer. If I'm wrong, if I'm if people want to correct me, I'm more than happy to hear about it. But at least when we were there, they had a pickle in a light beer. And basically, it's exactly how it sounds. They put a pickle in a beer. What I want to do for this garlic fest is for people who for the adults out there, I want to do a pickled scape beer. So then people get a chance to try our pickled scape, but they get it put in a beer, hopefully, by Venture Brewing Company. Again, we had them for the other event. We're hoping to have them back. If we don't have them back, we're going to have, I'm sure we'll have somebody else that will partake. But that's the goal is potentially have a pickle beer or a scape beer and have something like that. But on top of that, people will still be able to try our pickled scapes, both our regular and our spicy. But we will also have a very spicy scape tasting. So we're going to plan on pickling some really, really intense ones that are just for the sampling to try and we're going to see how hot they get. So proceed with caution. Do not come and sample them. If you don't like spicy food, um, I will say again, caution, do not eat them. If you do not like spicy food and we're going to try to make them very, very hot. So people seem to like our spicy scapes, but a lot of our very hot fanatics said that they're not spicy enough because there's like no pain. Well, some of you just really enjoy pain, I guess. So we're gonna we're gonna make that happen where we're gonna have it intense enough for you to actually like feel that burn. So that's our goal. So again, we're gonna have that garlic sampling, tasting, and history. We're gonna have spicy scape tasting and regular scape tasting, so you get to enjoy it in that scape beer. We're also gonna have a, our wagon rides still. So we're going to have wagon rides and farm tours. Um, you get the ability where now you can check on the pumpkins and it's getting closer. You might even see some pumpkins that are forming, which is really cool. So it's, we're getting close to the pumpkin season. We're getting, uh, you know, we're about a month away at that point from actually having the pumpkin farm open, which is crazy. So you'll really kind of see um, a lot of the ins and outs. We will still have that Monarch Butterfly information booth. So again, it's like kind of the end of the year. It's not really the end of the year for them yet, but it's more of like a, you get to check in in another month to see how things are going and ask any questions that you want about Monarchs. And especially as they start getting ready for migration, 
it's different. So Allison will have, I'm sure, some interesting facts about that. We'll have some discussion on our honeybees and everything like that. At that time, our hives are a little bit more active, so we won't have anybody probably go buy the hives. But at the same time, we'll have uh, still my dad will be there to allow for if you have any honeybee questions, he's happy to be there and discuss them. Or if you have any questions about the honey tastes or honey, anything like that, he'll answer them perfectly for you because he's been doing it for many, many years. We will still have that produce stand available too. So again, we'll have everything except for our pumpkins available at that time. Um, as long as we have maple syrup left, that's one thing that we end up running out of maple syrup early. So if you do want maple syrup, you should try to come to farm day. You should try to come to corn and cornhole day or come check us out at a farmer's market early because we do run out of maple syrup fairly fast. So please make sure you check that out. But we'll have that produce stand with everything else available still. We'll have our walking trails and we'll still have our yard games. So it's not that we'll, that we're so geared against um, all of the, uh, or so it's not that we're so geared towards garlic that we won't have our yard games. We'll still have yard games. We might even make a couple um, garlic themed. So we might have like bulb bowling because the garlic is called a bulb. Like that's the bulb. And we might have bulb bowling or something like that. But just some fun little things for uh, kids to enjoy while their parents are maybe enjoying a scape beer um, or whatnot. So ultimately speaking, again, that's August 18th. And those are like, ultimately speaking, those are three summer events. And, and the plan for those is all to be fun, family, farm activities. And, and I just find that it's so, um, we live in a society nowadays in which I feel like, I actually feel like it's, it's starting to go back in this direction, which is really good. Go back to kind of the roots and where food comes from and everything like that. But I, I have really felt like in the past maybe five years that it's really been, and this is probably just because I've become more, you know, I've started, I've been out of college and become more of an adult at that point, but it just seems like, um, there are so many people who lack the knowledge of where their food comes from, who lack the knowledge of anything about farming or how, um, what plants look like that grow their food, what goes into farming, what like, and, and I think there's also a divide where it's like, you're either in a city and you think that you don't have an ability to grow anything, which is false because you can still have a small garden and still grow some of your own produce, which always tastes better than getting it from the store or you buy from your local farm like us. Um, or you get to those like massive farm corporations. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with either one. What I'm just saying is if you're starting out, you're a young individual or you want to start a farm or start a small garden or start anything out you can't just like go from oh I live in the city to I'm gonna have 300 acres and we're gonna do a dairy farm or, or whatever and and it just seems like we're growing more and more in those directions of like we're gonna have large-scale dairy large-scale um, production of corn and soybeans and wheat and all that fun stuff or we're going to have, um, or we're going to not grow anything. And I do think the past couple of years have started to, I've been watching a lot of things where people seem to be gearing more towards, okay, I'm going to grow a little bit of food 
and kind of have those farmstead ideas. But I, we want to keep gearing people in that direction. It's it's such a healthy lifestyle to have if you've got the ability and the space to to start growing some of your own food or even get fresh produce. You know, if you don't want to grow it, at least know where it comes from so that. Um, you know, you're educated enough to, to, if you ever wanted to do it, you could do it or, or whatnot. I, I think it's fun and, and it's good for people to just know those general um, items because I think at this point they're not put as much into our educational system as they could be. And that's just something where we want to fill that gap and, and make sure that people still know that there, there are like, here are ways that you can produce food. Here are some fun activities and whatnot that are gonna also teach your kids something. So ultimately speaking, that's kind of our goal and that's why we're having these um, activities is it just seems to have been kind of lost over the years and um, we're kind of hoping to bring it back. So sorry for the long podcast. I know usually we're sticking to about 10 to maybe 15 minutes, but a lot of fun stuff that we're, we're going through um, one more additional thing that I want to add on the end of this is that on top of our three farm events that we're doing, we are going to have our farm open on Sundays starting, I believe it's going to be starting the middle of July. So even if you come on a non on a day that we don't have our an event or the pumpkin farm, which will be middle of September that we start that and then every weekend we'll, be, we'll have that open. But if, if you come during our, like, any Sunday from the middle of July through August through the beginning of September, we will still have a produce stand at the farm. So what we've been gearing towards is with our business, we're doing a little bit less Sunday farmer's markets, and we're trying to gear people more to the farm and to actually, like, hang out and kind of see where the food comes from. Not that we're having an event every Sunday. We're just going to have a produce stand in the front of the farm so people can pull in, talk to us, and then pull out and, and go on their merry way. But that being said, we still want to have it so that they're they're getting their produce from that location and they're just getting used to coming on Sundays to, uh, to the farm. So we will be open on Sundays. We will release soon hours on number one our our event hours and number two we will release hours on when we're going to be open each sunday but again just just some knowledge so that you might want to you want to you might want to start your planning for this summer and if you want to come visit us at the farm we'll be open on sundays we'll have our three events so again farm day june 2nd we have corn and cornhole day july 28th and grappling gardens garlic fest august 18th so please come come and uh, enjoy the farm and we hope to see you there thank you